Welcome to Below the 49th, my perspective on my neighbor to the south, Below the 49th. I'm Michael A. Charbon. Dateline Thursday, October the 29th, and today's titled The American Voter Psyche. Well, here we are, kids. It's under one week until the 2020 election, which probably will go down as the most divided election in the history of the United States, where a populace is diametrically polarized in opinion and passion. This during a pandemic, where many have died, an economy ravaged, and many lives ruined. It features two candidates who are over 70 years of age, who both have problems with the ability to engage the entire population, but hold the potential to lead the most powerful country in the world. I mean, imagine that. This election, though, is not necessarily about a platform or policy. Personally, I think this election is about personality and about one single issue, that one point that means more to an American on a personal level. So here's one perspective. You just hate Donald Trump. You just hate him so much, regardless of being an incumbent or, or what his administration has done or has not done. You just can't stand the guy. You, you hate his behavior. You think he's divisive. He's a racist, a pompous, lying, egotistical, bombastic, narcissistic individual who is not presidential. A president who was impeached and is not fit to hold office. Then there's another take. America needs a change. America needs a man who will lead like a president, who is decent, honorable, and who cares about the people more than himself. A person like Joe Biden, who will reclaim the respect that the voice of the office of the presidents once had. Where change is needed, socially and in government, to unify a divided country. A position where the nation will be better off with progressive thoughts and a new man at the helm. You're a voter who wants a fundamental change a guaranteed national minimum wage to eliminate poverty and alleviate the millions of poor. You desire a more equally and supportive redistribution of wealth, where higher taxes for companies and those who make more money than the average is needed to equal the playing field, to create a fairer, more accommodating government. You want prison reform, the decriminalization of minor drug offenses, and the reduction of prison sentences as a form of punishment. You want the dreamers to finally become American citizens. You support the need for reparations and reconciliation to allow more focused financial opportunities and educational subsidies and affirmative employment opportunities for blacks in light of the inequality that currently exists. You want free universal health care for all, including illegal aliens, free college education for all. Implementation of the Green New Deal eliminating all fossil fuel in America. You want to open the borders where America welcomes all refugees and asylum seekers. You want to eliminate the discriminatory travel ban and actually consider tearing down the worst thing that was ever built, the wall. Or, the third position, you accept the fact at times Donald Trump lies. He speaks in unpresidential ways but tells it as it is. Where Trump is for America and only wants America to win and win big. And in 2016, he made big promises, and in four years, he actually delivered on them. And if the pandemic had not happened, the economic position of the United States globally would have made Trump a slam dunk. You're afraid that the Democrats will change America in a negative way by bringing in socialist policies, allowing for illegal aliens to come in and receive free health care and free college, all at the expenses of taxpayers. That's you. 
You're afraid that the Democrats will raise taxes. They're going to defund police. Uh, they're going to force low-income housing into suburbs while allowing sanctuary cities to harbor illegal aliens. Where your private health care is in danger. And months after the Democrats take power and implement these job-killing objectives that the nation will slide into a depression. You just can't bring yourself to vote for a 47-year political veteran of Washington, the swamp, in Biden, who appears to be feeling his age, surrounded by a dangerous socialist left-leaning party, eager to jump in and take control in the instance that his health or his capacity seems to fail. I mean, allowing for open borders and the defunding of police, compromising law and order, it's just, you can't handle that. And then just like Hillary, Scandal services. Again, here we go, that same song where a laptop introduces the old Washington ways of influence and international pay for play, where the only two times you kneel, guys, is in church or when you get engaged, where you believe in the American flag as being a sacred thing because Americans died for what that flag represents and it is to be respected and stood for, always, no exception where the right to bear arms and protect your home and family are fundamental to what you believe. That if you want to come into America, listen, you need to come in legally. If you're here illegally, you're dust, you're deported. You support a strong, well-equipped police force. You want mandatory adherence to ICE, respective to all these local police forces are flooding around with the idea. You want the elimination of sanctuary cities. You like your private health care, and you want to help others with a public option. You respect the military, and you want it funded, and you want it ready. You want to finish the building of the wall and create more products that are made in America while your 401k grows. Or is it simply that your family has proudly voted for this one party for 100 years, and you grew up voting for them, and giddy up, that's who you're going to vote for. Well, there are also people who support a statement penned by Emma Lazarus. This is what she wrote. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses, yearning to breathe free the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. That was written in 1883. Those are the words at the base of the Statue of Liberty given to the United States from France in 1886. You know, those words support a legitimate American attitude that asylum and immigration should not be hindered. It should be welcomed. Where people who emigrate or arrive on American shore should be able to vote and live in the U.S., with all the benefits and attributes of a citizen because America is based on immigrants and must go back to those values where walls don't work and sharing compassion and embracing others is what was the foundation of what America was built on. Okay, so like after all that, it begs the question, America, what is it? So like, what's the test? Is it the policy or the personal gut feeling that influences what you will do when you vote? So is it the party? Is it the personality? Is it the platform? What's that single issue, that one thing that motivates you to make that choice? So let's consider. It's been a record response of over 59 million plus in mail-in and advanced voting. That shows America has taken note that the result of this election could fundamentally change the course and moral direction of America. Consider that. Can the polls be wrong two cycles in a row? Will the silent Republican voter rise again and defy the Democratic media? Okay, 
So here's an observer's opinion. A personal take, like my take, or, or what I believe will materialize below the 49th on election night. So I predict in the end that the silent Trump voter will again push Donald J. Trump to a second term as president of the United States of America. I predict Republicans will maintain a majority in the Senate, but will remain a minority in the House. I believe, although Americans are at times disappointed in how Trump presents himself and his views, his economic accomplishments, positive job growth, investment in the African-American communities, peace in the Middle East, accomplishments in holding China to the fire, and may the UN actually pay their bill for a change? That, combined with the undeniable support of law enforcement and ICE and the creation of hard borders and the wall, are the points that I believe will motivate a voter to vote Donald Trump back in. A voter who decided to separate the personality, which is sometimes distasteful of the president, with much larger benefits for the country, and that they will see that a second term will be positive. A voter who felt a single issue made a difference. I don't know what that issue is, but there's lots to pick from. Kind of like that cough medicine pitch, you know? It tastes horrible, but it works. Kind of like that. So late counting of mail-in ballots will be an issue, but in the end, the Republicans will win. I do not, that's not believe America is willing to risk a Biden administration who will bring unsavory, pro progressive, socialist measures forward from the radical left of the likes of AOC and plus three. We heard about all that. Cancel culture, that kind of attitude, that's not going either for most Americans. I think the prospect of higher taxes and more government regulations is not something that anybody wants, and they don't want open borders and radical changes that, for some, challenge the patriotism and, and the traditional American way. The silent Republican majority will turn up, and they're going to vote. They identify with Trump's America First attitude and its reinforcement of American exceptionalism. On election night, the New York bubble media elite, those guys and girls, you know, who have been in the bag for the Democrats since the day of the inauguration, they're in for a second shock. Oh, on election night, it's going to be a shock. And they will postulate on the great position America's put itself in for four more years. But in the end, folks, listen, I predict the U.S. economy will boom back. Jobs are going to be in demand, and the American spirit will rise again. And yes, Trump will tweet. Uh, he'll treat with glee, with poignant criticism of the left, in words that will offend some. Sorry, but get ready. Especially the media commentators with brash rebuke of their reporting. See, I told you. But in the end, it's going to put a smile on all of us. And he will tweet many more. As for Biden, I believe he's going to go into hiding. He's going to be embarrassed at what his son did and have to deal with the unsavory months of the battle to deny, deny, deny and basically leave politics quietly. Mike Pence will not run in 2024 for president, as the Republican Party will fundamentally need to retool and regroup after two terms of Trump, believe me. So I hope for those below the 49th that the vaccine will appear very soon, the military will be there to deliver it, and things will return to what America had before the pandemic. That's prosperity and success. And once again, will grace the United States of America with going forward and achieving. I would love for you to subscribe to Below the 49th. If you like the post, I'd really appreciate you pressing like and share would also be great. The more the merrier. Uh, those actions, they're really important to Below the 49th and we greatly appreciate it. If you leave a comment, I'll try to answer each and every one of you as I appreciate your thoughts, good and bad.
and I guess there's going to be a wrap to them. So I thank you for those considerations, and until next time, God bless, and please stay safe. I'm Michael A. Charbon for Below the 49th.